Can we have breaking news? Let's get right to it. Past 24 hours, we've seen 34 new cases of COVID-19 here in Utah. Breaking news out of Utah, a magnitude 5.7 earthquake hitting just after 7 a.m. local time, about 10 miles west of Salt Lake City. We need 100 to 150,000 tests a day. Yo, 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 what is going on? Dre Rocker, another Isolation 20 podcast. I was about to call it an ISO uh, pod. I, I love it. I love the fact that I started this podcast uh, during the pandemic, right? Um, this was this was at a time when uh, we were all locked down. There was nothing we can do. Um, my business was shut down. Literally, we couldn't do anything, right? And so I was like, yo, let's, let's just podcast, right? I got my equipment in my room. Let's do it. And so I did, and that's where Isolation 20 Podcast came through, uh, came from because I was isolated, right? I had my me, myself, and I, and uh, that's what you get on this podcast. And I'm super excited to just be with you today. You know, I, I'm, I'm more and more getting grateful for what I have and, and the opportunities I create um, and just the people that I surround myself with because um, of situations like what happened in Buffalo, right? Um, a normal day. Where, where, and mind you, I haven't been, I haven't did the deep dive. You know, they're talking about this white supremacist. There was a, a long history of this stuff. You know, he got expelled from school and all this other stuff. I haven't dove into those things, but just, just standing back and looking at those, the, the situation where this man, this, uh, I shouldn't even say this man, this coward, this white supremacist goes into this grocery store and targets African American people, black people. Right. Killed 10, shot 13. Um, it's, it's terrible, man. It's a terrible thing. And, you know, I feel really, really bad saying this, but it's it, it doesn't it's not a surprising thing no more. Right. Like yeah, these these mass shootings, these these pop up shootings, these um, these acts by cowards is, is not nothing new. Right. We've seen this so many times over and over and over and over again. Which is why I take a step back and I look at my blessings, right? I'm very blessed to be alive, you know? Um, who knows? You know, they say that you walk past like 16 murderers in your lifetime. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of murderers to be walking by. Um, and it's just, it's, it's terrible, man. It's, it's terrible what happened. Uh, thoughts and, and good energy to the families of the victims, anybody that was, um, you know, in that store that day. Because that would... Think about the people that obviously the people that did not make it horrible, right? A horrible thing to see, a horrible thing to go through, right? Traumatic. P T was a PTSD is going to be on the rise in whoever was in that store that day, and a long time after that, like it's going to be scary going to a grocery store, something that we should be able to do with no worries, right? It's going to be scary for those people, and I'm very, um, you know, I think about. I think about my blessings and, 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 and just the, I don't know what's, I don't know what, I don't know what's coming up. Right. I could go through that same type of situation, but for right now in this moment, I haven't, and I'm, I'm very lucky and I'm very blessed to say that I haven't. And I'm, I'm, you know, I count my blessings all the time and, but it makes you think, you know, it makes you keep your head on a swivel. When you go to the grocery store, please make sure you're keeping your head on a swivel, watch people, watch their body language um watch okay how, how your exits right watch where you can get out of somewhere and uh, what's a, what can be used as a weapon i do that everywhere i go even down to when i'm alone like in my studio like 
If somebody came through that door right now, am I going to be prepared to defend myself? And the answer to that is hopefully yes. Like I, I hope I, I, I will. I hope you know. There's what they say. There's a uh, three things that that you do. You either fight, flight, or you freeze. Right. I hope I don't freeze. I hope that I either run or I hope I can fight. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man. Thoughts, thoughts, and prayers go to those those victims, the, to the people that were involved in that 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 really that act of terrorism. Um, but you know, things things are things are in my life are looking good though. You know, like not to downplay anything that anybody's went through. It's beautiful outside, man. Utah is about to hit that that summer. You know, we we've already hit our 80 degree days. It's 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 warming up. It's warming up in Salt Lake. And if you're not from Utah, uh, it's that dry heat. It's really weird. Utah, we have a really weird relationship with weather here. Right. It could be um, 80 degrees and sunny. And then an hour later, it'll be snowing. Right. And then like or not even that it could be it could be super sunny on one side of the valley and then snowing on the other side of the valley and then downpouring on another with rain it's really weird um but i love i love where we where we live i i I love salt lake um so much because the people that i've encountered right I i feel like we choose who's in our life right so if you have drama in your life most likely you have something to do with it Right. Because you could change that. You the people that are in your life, you choose to have them in your life, regardless if it's your family members, a friend, co-workers, whatever it is, you choose to have that person in your life. I feel like the only people that you can't really get you can get rid of anybody in your life. But the only people that you really can't. Right. Is your is like your immediate family. Um, of course, you can do like the divorce thing or um, but like your kids like you you for me. I don't think there's anything that my kids can do. I say that I say that loosely, right? Because if my kid, if my kids end up like a Jeffrey Dahmer or something, I might have to be like, yeah, I'm not claiming this one. Um, but you know, there's, it, it would take a lot for me to disown my kids. But even then, if it's the Jeffrey Dahmer thing, I, I just might. You know, what I mean, like there are some things in life where it's like that that is pushing it to the limit, but. As far as right now, I haven't had to I haven't had to worry about that, which is uh something I'm I'm super excited about. Like I'm happy I don't have to worry about those things yet. And I say yet very, very cautiously because it could happen. Could happen. And it is what it is. If it does, we'll 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 handle the the you know what it is then. Um but I, I met a I met a really cool a really cool fourteen year old over the weekend that sounded really bad but <laughs> i met a really cool uh kid his name is i'm trying to find his name eli uh, elias chillin as his first and last name and uh, i met this kid through um one of my uh my homies mike um you might know him as mike skills um he was a part of a a, a legendary hip-hop group here in utah called lump sum he uh he's a dj he had a a radio show the og show um an internet radio show and just a, a solid dude, man. And uh, uh, a tattooer, he tattoos, he makes beats. Um, multi-talented individual this guy is. And uh, he hit me up maybe about a month ago and uh, was like, Dre. And mind you, he hit me up like like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. He's like, Dre. He's like my uh my nephew. He's a big fan. He he likes what you do and whatnot. 
um, would you mind coming and DJing his uh, 14th birthday? I was like, of course, man, no doubt. Let's do it. So uh, he he gives me the address. And and typically, I got to preface, typically when I go to a birthday party um, that I'm DJing, I'll bring, especially if it's like a backyard boogie, I'll bring like a case of beer, you know, for the parents, man, like a little bottle or something, like just say thank you, you know what I mean, hospitable. Um, But he gave me the address, and uh, it was in Harriman. So I was like, oh, I don't don't know. Like if it was, you know, if it was Murray, Salt Lake, Westville, Glendale, Rose Park, maybe even Midville pushing it. Like Midville, if it's like Sandy and and over or like – North Salt Lake and above, if it's Ogden, of course, I'm going to pull up with, you know, case with Ogden, I'm pull up with a, full, a few cases, but this was a, a Harriman address. Yeah. So, so if you, if you're not from Utah, again, I always say that if you're not from Utah, because I do have uh, friends and family all over the nation that listen, mind you, we just, uh, we just got new, new hits in, in different countries. We got, I think it was like, uh, it was in Africa somewhere. Some some it was on it was some country in Africa, and then Germany's lit right now and in the surrounding areas of Germany. So I think that's my uh, my nephew uh, Tyrell. He's a a star rugby player out there for the national team for Germany. Uh, he uh, I know he be sharing my stuff. He has to because I'm seeing all these Europe um, plays come up, and I'm like, oh man, like where do people in, how do people in Europe know about me? So um, but yeah, so uh, whenever I say that, it's because. We have we're international people. We international. We making it. Um, so this this town or this city in in uh, in Harriman, right in Utah, it's not. Um, how do I say this politically? I, I'm just gonna say it. There's not a lot of people that look like me out in Harriman. Uh, so we 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 proceed with caution. Not to say that. Um, it, it's just it's it, for me. My experience is very much church. Very much, um, yeah, church. There's not a lot of whole, there's not a lot of parties that I go to in Harriman, right? So, uh, I, I proceeded with caution. I didn't show up with the case, I didn't show up with the, the, uh, the bottle. I showed up very, uh, pleasant. You know, my music wasn't bumping when I got into the, into the neighborhood. So I was, I was, uh, you know, proceeding with caution. And so I get there and, uh, mind you, Mike, Mike's Mexican, like straight up. Chicano and uh so we get in there and uh and he's introducing me to his family and whatnot and uh Sam shout out to Sam he was the father he's a Guatemalan brother um and then uh Mike's sister who's the 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 mom right to Elias and I was like oh man and the grill's going and uh Sam's like yo you want a Modelo here here you go man I was like oh what I was like, my bad, bro. I was like, I, I would have showed up with a case. Usually I do. I'll show up not empty-handed, but I got the address of Harriman, so I was like, Ugh. probably not the best thing. So I, I, di- I didn't come through with the case, but um, next time, next time, chilling family, I got you. I'll pull up with the, the case, and uh, also I got to pull up with the, um, with the bottle too, right? Like, got to do it right. Got to do it proper. Um Speaking of proper, I uh, DJ. No, I did I DJ. Oh no! After that, I went to a bar named Sue, eighty one thirty six South State Street. That's home base. Um, my boy Angel, he showed up with me, and we had some dinner. Um, if you are looking, cause I'm on this weight loss journey, right? I've, I've been telling you about um, how it's going, and it's going well. Like I'm feeling good. Uh, we hit the first Sunday workout. 
um, in a week, right? Uh, we took a week off from Mother. Well, I took a week off from Mother's Day, um, and I wasn't feeling well. But now, as you can see, I'm feeling good. My voice is back, and uh, so, um, you know, I, I was hungry, I, and they were offering me uh, tacos and stuff like that at the barbecue. But I was trying to, you know, stay tough, right? Not eat the carbs and all the other stuff that, uh, you know, is not the best. And uh, so I was like, man, I'm hungry, but I don't want to stop. So nowhere I'm not cooking tonight for sure because I'm beat. So, of course, go to a bar named Sue, get my uh, Sue salad. She could really call it the Dre salad because I literally get all the veggies on it. And uh, it's really good. It's damn, they stack it high. If you if you see my salad, pause. It is uh, it's big. And so um, if you're looking, if you're if you're watching your your calories, watching what you eat or whatever that is, um, a bar named Sue, get their salad, man. So delicious. So good. But it was it was nice to to go to the bar and not have to work, not have to DJ there. That it's not all the time I get to do those things like I literally whenever I'm at the bar or out at a club or whatever, I'm working. I'm not just chilling. Like You'll never see me. In the bar or at the club, just chilling. Unless it was a night like last, uh, like last Saturday, where I was hungry. Uh, wifey was in Ogden at the time, and um, and uh, yeah, just, I didn't want to go home and just be alone. So I went to the bar with the homies and um, had a uh, had some din din. Ruff, ruff, time out, time out. Hey everybody, my name is Daniel. I'm the admin of the Jazz Nation social media pages, and of course, a lifelong Utah Jazz fan. And now I'm also the host of the Jazz Nation podcast. And I'm Will Wonder, lifelong Orlando Magic fan. Whoa, whoa, hey, relax, relax. And co-host of the Jazz Nation podcast. Each week, check in with us to hear all things Utah Jazz related. Scores, predictions, player movement, and everything in between. We will also have some really fun interviews with current and former jazz employees and players. Once again, that's the Jazz Nation podcast. Find us wherever you stream podcasts. Bye-bye. I just got news that Crooked Eye and Disaster are going to be battling. Um, Now, the thing about this is that Crooked Eye, he's on that, he's on that, uh, that level of rappers that we know, right? We've heard of Crooked. Um, we 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 know the caliber of rapper he is, right? I mean, he was arguably a part of, arguably one of the most lyricism. Is it lyricism? Uh, one of the dopest hip hop groups with lyricism, right? Um, of course, there's many different groups that have uh great talents in them, but when you had um, when you have you know, Mousy, um, uh, Royce, Joel, and he have Crooked. All those dudes are beasts. Now, granted, Joel uh, didn't have the career that we thought he would. You know, uh, he's still my favorite Slaughterhouse member. Um, but you look at guys like uh, Joe, who had a phenomenal music career. I say phenomenal loosely. Um, he had he had some bangers, and we he's respected, right, in the music space and in the media space. And then you got Royce. That Royce is like i mean he's rapping he has he has a group with eminem like he's bar none is one of the dopest mcs to ever do it um cricket's up there with those guys right he he raps with those guys and so to see him put his hat in this battle um it, it, it it's a lot because he can easily be like yo i'm dope 
because he's proven that. But now he's proven himself in the battle space where he's going to be taking on a beast in disaster. Disaster has showmanship. Disaster has lyricism. Disaster is the the guy. Like this is him going up against KD in the rap battle league. Like it's a it's a pretty big battle. So to see somebody of of Crooked's um caliber, I mean we've seen it with uh we've seen it with Cassidy, right? We've seen it with Joe. Um and these guys they put their name in that. That's why people were looking cuz Drake is very much into the battle rap league, right? He loves battle rap. Um so when people were like, "Yo, we want to see Drake step into the ring." And Drake kind of entertained it. I mean, I think we might see Drake in a in a rap battle sometime. But um this battle Against disaster uh, This one could really 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 um, Help him I see it as a win win One because we don't know Crooked as a battle rapper Right um, But him for him to Put his name in the In this rap battle league and, and, and take a battle If he wins and he beats somebody of Disaster's caliber You can't argue it You know what I mean Joe, Joe battled with Hollow to Don And uh Granted, the crowd wasn't really going with Joe and Joe. I don't even think Joe finished the battle. I think Joe ended some of his raps early just because the crowd, it wasn't it wasn't the right um, platform for for somebody like Joe for Hollywood or not. I shouldn't say Hollywood, but a rapper of that notoriety to, to battle in front of everybody. I think it was the crowd. It just wasn't there for Joe. Um, but for Crooked. Uh, Crooked is still kind of under the radar People know him If you're in hip hop You know Crooked Eye um, Or King Crooked um, So I think that We're going to see some high uh, Level lyricism I just hope that they learn their lesson in, in not having the crowd You know Not letting the crowd do whatever they want Like There has to be some type of respect there You got to allow these guys to rap And get their bars off um, cause if not, man, then we get short change, man. And we don't really get to see what could happen. Right. You know, back in 2000, like 2007, 2006, um, I was introduced to, uh, a, a guy named Casper who had this really cool internet, um, platform that he was creating called dog Out, And, uh, the website was dog It's no longer exists now. Um, but he, uh, he had this technology, right? He had this patent to put uh, this form or this figure on this side of the screen, this form or this figure on this side of the screen, and you'd be able to vote on which one you like the most. I know it sounds super simple, but this was before social media. This was, um, well, I shouldn't say before social media. It was before the social media boom, right? Like MySpace really got their boom in 2005. Like 2004, 2005 is when MySpace really took off. And um, so when... I met Casper. Um, we were thinking about okay, how can we market? How can we um, implement this this uh, this platform? Well, it's very much this versus that, right? And it only made sense that uh, it was a hip hop thing, right, with the rap battles. And so, um, you know, it was a, there's a lot of story in between that, but we ended up doing um, hosting rap battles all over the city. Um, Orange Street was one of the first bars that we hosted rap battles at And this was when I was still in high school So I, I wasn't supposed to be in there, but I was And, uh, you know, I bring up that story because it made, it made me realize Like, I've been missing 
high level rap battles in Utah for a while now. You know, dogamout.com was one of the first to do it, if not the first to do it on on uh like bringing elite MCs. I'm talking about guys like um like uh, at the time his name was Joe Swan. He goes by Sick Burner now. Uh um Dumb Luck, uh Synchro Nice. Um man, so many dope battlers, you know. Uh, my guy uh, Dre Day, uh, Johnny Battleseed, like some of these guys don't even rap no more, uh, but just high level rap battlers, right? Guys with bars, guys with um, so much talent, and uh, and then it transitioned into like Mac, uh, Mike Masters, and they did a really phenomenal job at it, and they just elevated it, right? The Dog Em Out kind of started it, and then these other uh, entities made it better. Um, as far as uh, rap battle culture here in Utah, and um, it was beautiful, and it was something to look forward to, and it caught, there was a little tension, you know, there was always a little tension with these guys, because it is like a fight, right, it, it, it's them versus them, right, it's like one person versus another person, he got his crew behind him, she got his, her crew behind her, whatever, you know what I mean, they're going at it, and um, what you would hear in these raps was gut punching, right, and I missed that. And that's and the, the excitement. Like, the excitement when I got that announcement that King Crooked and Disaster were going at it, that they're about to go um, battle. Like, this is coming This is coming from guys that would really, like, do the research and, and slaughter guys with their own words and stuff like that, man. It's, there's such a beautiful art to rap battling. And um, I hope... I hope, and I always tell uh, Synchro this, I'm always like, yo, bring Mike Masters back. I hope eventually um, somebody will do it. I hear that there's some, low, you know, there's some low-level rap battles going on in the city still, but I'm talking about elite. Like, I want those elite guys that, those guys that when when you hear them rap, you just want to just take your face off and just fucking go headbutt a chick. Like, uh, I don't promote domestic violence, but I'm just saying, like, that that ugly, gritty, like, oh, man, like, that hurt. You know what I mean? That type of stuff. Um, and then just, like, funny bars, too, because there's, there's so many uh, lyricism or lyricists that, uh, that even have, like, it's not always about gun bars and stuff like that. They have some funny bars. Like, um, one of my favorites, uh, <laughs> one of my favorites was from, uh, I think it was Mike Masters. It was a Mike Masters battle, and uh, Young Rip, rest in peace, Young Rip, um, uh, a, a local WC legend, man. If you don't know Young Rip, man, um, I don't know what to tell you. That dude, go look at some of his battles. He was a he was a producer, you know what I mean? Like that guy. I remember talking to that dude and, and just like he's just a funny guy, you know what I mean? But he was also like he was just a a, a real one, you know what I mean? For lack of better words, he was just a real one. Um, and one of the bars that he said in one of his battles was he told, uh, who was it? Was it Johnny? Ah, I forget who, who he told, but he was like, yo, your parents only let you listen to Christmas music. And it's just something as simple as that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. Right. Um, and then, uh, the guys like dumb luck that that's going against, uh, um, a guy from California in one of the battles, he's like, Yo, uh, I'm tired of you California kids coming to Salt Lake. Or, I'm tired. Of, I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but essentially, he's like, I'm 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 tired of you California kids thinking that Salt Lake isn't scary till you get jumped by a Tongan and Crip gang missionary. I was like, oh my gosh, he just said that. 
Like it's it's true. Like we've all went to school with the kid that was at Sunday service, but then on Monday he'll stuff you in a locker and give you a wedgie and a noogie. <laughs> like we know these people. And we've seen it in the misconceptions, man. Like, I, like the way I started off, right? The misconception of Harriman. Harriman gets busy. Now, I learned that. So next party I go to, I'm coming through with a case of Corona, Modelo, maybe Pacifico, because I'm on a budget. Uh, and then if uh, it's not the party to, you know, for that, then, hey, worst case scenario, I could put it back in my trunk. Are you sick of podcasts that just interview people with the same questions and gossiping nonsense? Are you tired of hearing about what's wrong with the world? Can you locate your nearest orphanage? Who cooked the last supper? R.I.P. Mr. Potato Head. Seppuku Harakiri. Where, Where is, is Mavis, Mavis Beacon? Beacon? This is Hoss. And this is Hoss Beefy. Listen to the Beans and Rice podcast. Exclusively in Braille and all streaming platforms. Patent pending. Now, Chris Paul and the Suns. I, so I, I got to pull I gotta pull up that final score because Chris Paul and the Suns against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, five, like the, the, this went to game seven. Mind you, Dallas wasn't supposed to win this, this series. Dallas wasn't even supposed to beat Utah. But... Uh, they ended up losing, right? The, the 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 Suns came through and they dropped the ball big time. All right, I just want to look at Game Seven because this is a a Suns team that was supposed to win. They talking a whole bunch of trash, right? They jawing like they swatting the ball out of Luca's uh, hands and they just jawing like like big time, right? I wouldn't I wouldn't put I wouldn't give them the are you dumb moment if they weren't doing all this jawing, but they did, right? The final score, all right, no matter of fact, let's go game seven, first quarter. Game one, or game seven, first quarter, the Dallas Mavericks outscore the uh, uh, Phoenix Suns 27-17. Not horrible, right? But then the second quarter goes up. <laughs> Is it Chris Ball? 30-10. They outscored him 30-10. 20 points. Damn. 35 to 23 in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, 31-40. The Suns, of course, they 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 kind of ball out in the fourth quarter. Why? Because everybody was off the court at that time, right? Final score 123-90 with the Dallas Mavericks moving on to the Western Conference Finals. Sending the Suns, uh, well, not sending them nowhere because they were playing in Phoenix. Um awful. Awful. Awful display of basketball. And this is coming from an overweight podcaster that likes to talk to a camera for a living. The the thing that makes this better is that, um, you know, I love I love an underdog story. Right. But when you talk a bunch of trash, you better come up and and show up and show out, because if not, you're going to get this. You're going to get this slander. Right. Like you don't like that's that's crazy. You are a professional athlete. You should not get your ass whooped that bad. That's wild. <laughs> this isn't the only are you dumb moment I have for you today. Did you guys hear about the uh, the Arby's manager? Not even an employee, a manager that uh, admitted to urinating in the milkshake mix. Yeah, man, it's awful. Just when we were about to to get on the Arby's train. I can't remember nobody, the last person that was like, yo, let's go get some Arby's for lunch or dinner. Like, Arby's is kind of like, you're driving by, you're like, eh, 
All right, I'm not really feeling the McDonald's. I'm not really feeling BK. Rancheritos we had last night. We had Rancheritos the night before that. They were added a green sauce. Like, this is really the like the last level to what you're going to have for dinner, right? We have the meats. We got to say pause every time we see the commercial, right? But fun fact, um, when, when Push was on his last press run about uh, his latest album, he let us know that, yo, the, the, the theme song for Arby's is actually his song. Right And Miss Skrillex And I looked it up It's actually a pretty fire song But that's the reason why we were rocking with Arby's for a minute Right We hear Push is involved We we, we know that McDonald's kind of doing him weird Right Pause So now it's like yo We on this Arby's train And then Arby's had to come up with this man Manager confesses to peeing in milkshake for sexual gratification That's a lot of sick stuff man if you get sexual um, gratification for urinating in somebody's food, that's weird. It's like, ha ha, look at Susie over there drinking my piss. Like, that's some R. Kelly piss on you type of ish. Like, that's that's wild. <laughs> that is really wild. Um, let's see. Another uh, manager at the Vancouver RB says the restaurant serves somewhere between 30 to 40 shakes. God damn. Uh, one ice cream float. And the bad show on the video The police are now looking for someone Who purchased a milkshake from the Arby's October 30th or 31st Man they did this on Halloween That's not the type of treat we wanted That's not the type of trip we wanted No that's not it As for Sharp who This is the, the ex-manager right He's being held on a $40,000 Bell and is facing A laundry of list of charges Alright that is that's disgusting for one, and it's wild. Like yo, don't don't piss in my milkshake, my G. Like yo, I didn't ask for that. I didn't. Ask. Did you did you did you eat Brussels sprouts? Is that vanilla Brussels sprouts? Like nah, my G. That's not good. That's not healthy. No, don't do that. Somebody's about to stick their piss in his milkshake in jail. And but oh, you the milkshake king, huh? Come here, let me show you what the boys got in the yard. So uh, not too long ago, me and the wifey, we were looking for stuff to watch, right? We're always looking for the next series or the next movie that we want to watch on Netflix, on Hulu, or whatever, right? Hence, down in front. So um, we just found this uh, this documentary called The Pharmacist, right? I've been talking talking about it. I was talking about it on the other side of the beehive. I talked about it on a couple different podcasts. But for those of you that um, did, have not heard about this uh, documentary, I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. It came out um, February 5th. So I'm, I was a little bit late, but better late than never. Um, let me read you the premise of, this, of the, the show, which, by the way, IMDb gave it a 7.7 7 out of 10. I would have rounded it up to just an eight, man. Eight out of ten. It was really, it was done really well. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an eighty-nine. Um, after losing his son in a drug-related shooting, small-town pharmacist Dan Schneider um, embarked on a, a crusade to bring a reckoning against the powerful figures behind the nation's devastating opiate um, pandemic epidemic. My bad. Put a D in there. So, pretty much that. His son. Um, was murdered due to him going to the lower ninth ward in uh, Louisiana. Right. Um, long story long, he found out that yo, it wasn't it wasn't the uh, the shooters. Like it wasn't the the drug. It wasn't the shooters that killed his son. It was the fact that he was an addict and that he went to go get this this these drugs 
is what killed his son. So he wanted to do something about it because the, the police wouldn't, right? So he 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 uh, ended up solving his own son's murder because the cops didn't care about him. And on top of that, he ended up um, going up against Big Pharma. This is at the the height of um, uh, OxyContin, right? The miracle drug, the drug that that doctors thought that would just here take this and you'll be good, right? Well, come to find out, you were actually creating zombies, Big Pharma. You created zombies, and now this uh, this pharmacist has to try to take you out. He's like the John Claude Van Damme of the healthcare world, right? Um, without the mullet, by the way. But he uh, he ended up taking down a very big doctor in Louisiana that was prescribing um, like twice the amount of opioids, uh, OxyContin, than she was supposed to. That trickled into more and more doctors being held accountable. But you thought that would be the great thing, right? That that would be the, hooray, that's the end of the story. That's great. Yeah, we got uh, a control on the opioids. Well, I mean, a drug is in they find their fix, right? Well, here comes heroin. Yeah, that's cheaper. It's easier. And uh, they can get it super easy, like super quick and super easy, right? It's kind of like a nice double cheeseburger like you're hungry you want it it's cheap but after you eat it you're like fuck man i'm gonna i'm gonna do something with my life man i'm done with these man i'm done with these double cheeseburgers these ain't doing nothing for me right it's almost like that double cheeseburger heroin same shit um so the pharmacist it's on netflix i highly suggest you check it out i know i didn't i, I didn't sell it to you i'm not trying to sell it to you i'm just really telling you about a movie that me and my wife watched <laughs> That's it Oh another one I got a little note here So Hulu I typically don't get on Hulu We got Hulu Because it came with the package With Disney Plus and ESPN Trust me I know I'm getting um, Taken advantage of um, But this this movie here This series here Makes me feel good Makes me feel so good About getting taken advantage of Let me get my Holly Berry on Monsters Ball um, Hey yo You're probably listening to The Unrestricted Podcast With Dre Rocker. We are no, they are. Yeah, oh, right, right, right. Oh, wow. And I'm the real Ruby. You can catch me and Fonzie and the... Speaking? Defunct. G Daddy Funk <laughs> on uh, Late Talk the One Podcast. Yeah, but I, I think you have to come in more smoother, more funnier. Uh. Like, yeah, yeah, they could catch us on the Late Talk the One Podcast. Yeah, y'all can catch us on Late Talk the One. Oh. Yeah, and it'll be like, and yeah, man, hey... They could catch people like me, the real Ruby, and people like you, Fonzie, and people like him, G Daddy Funk, wow, that's on the Lake Talk people. 801. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Huh? I didn't hear it. I don't know, what? but this probably should be the ad. Is this. Are these on? I don't know. Catch a new episode every Monday on all streaming platforms. The Lake Talk 801. Tune in now. Tune in now. You know what? Let me let me pull up Candy because I want to see what I want to see what the internet is saying about can, Candy. I want to see what uh, ratings uh, Candy is getting right now. Mind you, the wife uh, she she was like, "Yo, um, my coworkers they're talking about this new show on uh, Hulu called Candy. It's starring Jessica Biel. We all love Jessica Biel, right? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. By the way, the best Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre that was ever done was the one with Jessica Biel in it. Super ill, especially the director's cut." Where he's a, where he, I, I guess I'm spoiling it for you. I mean, it's been out for like 15, 20 years now. But if you haven't seen it by now, go fuck yourself. So the premise of this, right? So not the premise, but in the director's cut of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, the brothers, right? They both alive, 
but one of them uh, can't really walk, right? And so they have this push-up. He's like the little uh, sheriff guy. He's like, all right, you do your push-ups, and I'll let your brother go. And so he's like doing his push-ups, and he's like killing it. And then he ends up like breaking his back, breaking his back. And he's still trying to do these push-ups. It's crazy. So definitely the the best Texas Chainsaw Massacre out there. Will Wonder is the the horror fanatic. He'll he'll tell you better than me. Actually, Wonder, I want to know what is your favorite Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Better not be that last one. That last one was trash. So yeah, so Candy on Hulu, uh, starring Jessica Bill, Melanie Linsky, Pablo Schreiber, uh, Timothy Simmons, and Raul Esparza. Um, Pablo Schreiber, you might re- you might recognize him from um, uh, Den of Thieves. I believe he was the the main thief in Den of Thieves. Um, and then of course you know Jessica Bill. But uh, let me just look at. I want to see what IMDb is giving this. Uh, it's giving it a seven point four out of ten. Good rating. Um, Google users are giving it eighty eight percent. So Cindy, oh my, by the way, based on loosely based off of a true story, not fully a true story, but. Loosely based off a true story, kind of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Cindy or Candy Montgomery um, is a 1980s housewife and mother who did everything right. A good husband, two kids, even the careful planning and execution of um, transgressions. Transgressions. Is that affairs? That's affairs, right? But when the pressure of uh, comfort tea builds up, uh, her actions scream for a little bit of freedom. So, all right, let me just break it down like this: housewife, two kids, husband, small United States suburb, right? Christian neighborhood. They go and they give pies to new neighbors, type of thing, right? Leave the door unlocked. It's in the '80s, right? They were doing that in the '80s, '70s, '80s. So. It starts off the 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 writing of this show is so good. I'm on episode five right now. I believe we're on five, but the the writing on this show is so good. The way that they the, in the cinema photography is done really well too. Um, it starts off with the ending, pretty much, right? Um, I'm not gonna ruin it for you because it is super fresh. It's super new, uh, and I want you to watch it. I think you will really enjoy it. The beginning, first episode, first 30 minutes, eh, kind of slow, kind of boring. But if you give it a shot, right, you give it you give it that, you know, that that chance to kind of warm it up. You know I mean, warm it up, kind of like me in bed, kind of trash at first. But then, I mean, I kind of make up for it later on, babe. Sorry. Um, I think you'll really enjoy it. We are. We're loving it right now. We got for, past that first 30 minutes. And now I love it. Um, again, Candy on Hulu, um, definitely a good watch. And I just found out uh, in some comedy news, Cat Williams, his special is coming to Netflix. Let's see if I can find some more information. Uh, so Cat Williams comedy special War War 3 is now available on Netflix. Oh, it's already on. The hour-long special was filmed in Las Vegas and uh, is ready for your consumption. Now, Cat... I was watching a what was I watching? I forget what I was watching, but it was an interview and Cat was talking. Oh, it was with Arsenio Hall. Um, it was a just jokes on Netflix. Arsenio Hall was asking him about uh, comedy and about his life and whatnot, and Cat was explaining how, like, typically you hear the stories about these um, bigger acts. They'll take their their 
their uh, latest hour, their latest special, and they'll try it in little clubs, right? Whether if it's like the comedy store or uh, wherever, right? They'll take it on the road and they'll try it out, and they'll 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 make their special perfect. Cat doesn't do that. Cat was like, "Yo, I I do it, and if it's not good, it's not good." He's like, "I I you, you he's like you pretty much you miss all the shots you don't take," is what what Cat was saying. You know what I mean? And uh, I was kind of confused on that because I'm like, yeah, but those players also stay after in the gym and shoot a thousand free throws to get it right, to get the rhythm right. They go and they they study that playbook over and over again to get it right. So I was kind of confused on it, but um, I mean, it's Cat Williams. He's a great. I mean, we've seen him. He has uh, notable specials, notable liners, lo- notable performances in Hollywood. Like, Cat's a legend, man. I know that he had the fight with the little 10-year-old and he got his ass whooped by by a child. I get it. I mean, there's a child out there that could beat your ass right now. Yeah, try going to your your son or your daughter's elementary school. You'll see a a, a 10-year-old with a bigger mustache than your husband, right? Or maybe your wife if she has a hairy lip. I'm just saying. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to go home and check it out. I didn't didn't realize that it was out today. I'm going to go check out Cat Williams' World War III. All right, well, now we're into sports. You know, UFC 275, Texera versus Pro Chazaka. Sorry. <laughs> Don't, hey, I'm just a fan. I'm not the expert in the UFC. If you want to see expert analysis from your, your number one MMA podcast, go check out the Damage Plan MMA podcast or talk to my man Justin from the other side of the beehive. I'm just here because I'm going to be working at a bar named Sue, 8136 South State Street, June 11th for UFC 275. Um, Glover Trixera, man, he's a legend. He's a whole legend. Um, I look forward to it. Uh, but most importantly, this whole card, my favorite fighter, Valentina Shevchenko. She'll be fighting Santos uh, for the women's flyweight uh, belt for the co-main event. I'm excited about that. Wally Zhang is going to be fighting uh, Joanna Juan Jacek. I think that's a is that a rematch? I believe they fought before. I could be wrong. Um, but that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting. Oh, what? I just found out that Marvin uh Vittori and uh, Robert Whitaker got canceled. That's a bummer. Why does Robert Robert Whitaker's fights always get canceled? I feel like he's always he never just fights. Like there's always something weird that goes on with it. Um yeah, that's weird. I was I was kind of looking forward to that. But hey, the women. They're going to be running this card. Two big fights, and they're both from uh, from women fighters. Uh, Valentina, I hope she gets this win. She's coming off of a 22-3 and three, um, ranking right now. Uh, Valentina, man, she's only 34. I didn't realize that. That's crazy. I want to see how old is uh, Glover Chisera. 42. <laughs> OG. 33-7 and seven in the UFC. That's going to be fun. That's a light heavyweight fight, which is he... Um, Izzy would take both of them dudes out Definitely UFC 275 Come out man Come watch some fights with us A bar named Sue 8136 South State Street It's a lot of fun Um, I'm actually working on Hopefully It'll be cool I, I don't want to I don't want to ruin it I don't want to put it out there just yet I hate saying stuff that I'm working on And I say something about it And then it doesn't come through Because it's like Man You shouldn't have said nothing So I'm not going to say What I was about to say um, but I will share it on a, a, an upcoming podcast But definitely check out Fierce Fighting Championship I, I think I can say it now Because my man Jason spilled the beans already um, Fierce Fighting Championship number 20 All right, Now I DJ'd uh, 19 
Jason just let me know that I'm going to be DJing 20 as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, come support Utah local MMA at the Maverick Center uh, June 25th. This is my birthday weekend. I, I'm excited for this one um, at the Maverick Center. Uh, the main event is so if you went to number 19, he's the um, the uh, oh, my gosh, what country is he from? Um. Oh my gosh, it's slipping my mind right now. Uh, I forget. Um, but he he's he was a dope fighter. He uh Mongolian. That's what it is. He's from Mongolia. Um, but in that fight that he had was a killer fight. So if you remember the Mongolian, he had he came in, he had the hat and stuff. He'll be fighting in the main card or the main event. Um, June twenty fifth at the Maverick Center for Fierce Fighting Championship number. Uh, 20 uh, along with that I just found out Ben Moa is going to be fighting as well on the co-main event I believe um, a lot of good things coming out of uh, Utah MMA right now I am so excited uh, for everything that Utah is getting right now make sure you jump on the wave you know even if you're not uh, into MMA come to the fights maybe you'll you'll learn something maybe you'll have fun like I mean how many times do you sit down and you watch it I mean I guess baseball is a bad a bad example. Well, no, baseball is a good example. Like most people don't sit there and watch a baseball game, right? But when you go to the actual baseball game, you have a great time, man. Like catch a foul ball. You might see somebody get hit in the face with a foul ball. You might see uh, the dude, uh, uh, Derek, and the rest of the uh, fraternity saying racist, racist remarks. You know what I mean? It's all good. It's like, hey, it's a, it's a part of baseball, hey? It's a part of baseball. And it's one, two, three, in words, we out at the old bar game. No, nah, I'm just playing. I've never been uh, attacked verbally with some uh, racism at a baseball game. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it was very stereotypical. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. <sighs> How about we close it out? I am, uh, I am thankful. I am so thankful that you click play. Maybe somebody shared this podcast with you. Maybe you just found it on your own. Regardless, I just want to say thank you. Um, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you uh, um, taking the time to hear me flap my gums and uh, say nonsense. A lot of it not true. Uh, <laughs> a lot of it true. Um, but you'll never know. You'll never know. You'll, you'll never know unless you just follow this train of uh, unrestrictedness. Uh, shout out to All Rock Media. That is um, the place to be. That's the studio. That's the production. All Rock Media. If you are somebody that wants to start a podcast or start your YouTube channel or need advice or anything like that, hit me up at uh, Dre Rocka, D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A on Instagram. That's the best way to reach me unless you just see me in the street and then just say what up, but come with a check. No, I'm just playing. Uh, yeah, say what up. Um, I will be at a bar named Sue, like I said, June or no, I'll be out there uh, May 28th. I'll be there Memorial Day weekend, 8136 South State Street. So if you want to come have a brew, have some water, try the salad that I rave about all the time. Um, I'm sure some of the homies will be there, too. So maybe you want to network with some of these other podcasters and musicians. You know what I mean, come through. We have a we have a blast all the time. Um, I got some uh, cool things in the works right now. Um, some upgrades and stuff like that, uh, including bringing Zumba upstairs. Just playing. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that just have, have that don't know about the Zumba class below me, they go ham every time I'm recording. They go ham downstairs, but it's okay because we're all inclu- inclusive. They're they're the next on All Rock Media downstairs. We have things playing in the background. 
All right, uh, share my shit. Pay women more, and y'all have the day you deserve. We out. Peace.